0: Always
1: good to hit that button. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the quantum realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, an infinite mastery. Welcome everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. We have a fascinating conversation today with my guest, who is a starseed and a light seed warrior, a light worker warrior. Beth Rachel is with us, and we're talking about how we can experience the full expression of Gaia and the original human genome. And this is interesting because the story that you're about to hear will uh, give you great deep inspiration that everything happens as a soul contract and that we are much more than we have ever thought we were. Beth, Rachel, thank you so much for being here. Welcome, welcome, welcome.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: So we're going to talk about this earth grid activation and and how we can be here to support Gaia and experience the full expression of Gaia but I want to talk with your about your awakening Um, what a journey this was I had asked you before our show if you've ever had any ET UFO experience and you said yes and so it's more of the darker side so share with us Your awakening story because this involves secret government programs
0: it does yeah so um for me my awakening started in my early 20s when I was about 20 I went through a dark night of the soul and it was a terrifying and horrible experience Uh, it affected me physically spiritually emotionally um and my body was really kind of deteriorating, and I was getting visited by these dark entities, and suffocated in my sleep, and it was it was really horrific. And um, I had always I came from a psychic family, and so psychic tools were were always known to me. Um, but I, you know, I didn't feel quite equipped to handle this situation, so I began to deepen my studies and learn more about how to really own my space. And it led to a deep dive into, you know, what exactly was creating this dark night of the soul and really opened up, uh, you know, into what I would call the spiritual awakening, um, which led me to tapping into my light language that I had spoken as a child and was ridiculed and punished for, so I tucked away. And it really just kind of began to slowly open this box of everything that I had repressed or tucked away. And little fragments, I had little fragments of memories of of a lot of my, um, what we would call negative or dark experiences. Um, But it wasn't until I, you know, learned a couple modalities and gained more of my own inner knowing and and empowerment that I was really able to go into some of these places and recover some of this information and these memories of government programs and abductions um, and, and experiences of actually experiences from both the light and the dark. So I think that, you know, I, I think that anyone who's really kind of paying attention to the conversation of awakening on the planet right now knows that, you know, there's, there's this sort of battle that's gone on between the light and the dark for a very long time. Well, as a child, I was kind of caught in the middle of that, that battle. And so I had both experiences with the dark and I had experiences with the light. And I would sort of go back and forth and take this information or sort of, um, you know, quest given by the light into the dark experiences and try to mitigate what the sort of dark missions were. So almost like a secret spy a little bit, I would go back and forth. So in this way, I was able to uh, keep a lot of my activated uh, DNA, my star seed DNA. Uh, as a child. And it wasn't until I was um, a teenager, and I started to find a way to unwind out of these experiences, that a lot of that got shut down. So that was what I was reawakening in my 20s.
1: Wow, fascinating. Okay, so I'm going to ask you, the dark night of the soul. Can you share what happened there? Was it? um, And then when you realized that you or you traced it back to the origins of it what what happened there
0: yeah it started with physical symptoms um deep I was a dancer and um so it was really impeding my my physical mobility because I was getting these really deep spasms in my chest cavity and it actually landed me in the ER because I was in so much physical pain and um You know, so they did their, their medical thing of, you know, giving me the painkillers and the, you know, uh, attempting to diagnose and, you know, getting the EKG and all those things and really coming up with nothing. And uh, this is when I really started to learn, you know, later when I kind of cracked the code, I was, I started to, to really learn how we somaticize trauma, right? So it was my soul kind of knocking on the door going, you know, wake up, there's all this material here for you. Um, and simultaneously, uh, this dark entity had sort of visiting me, um, at, um, at night when I was doing in sort of terrorizing me in my sleep. So I wasn't able to sleep. And, um, I had later, I later came to know this entity as something that had kind of been like a tracker, um, to keep tabs on me. And, um. Had kind of sort of like found me again, so it took quite a bit of energy without having all that information at the time. You know, just all the tools that I did have to clear my space and own my space. I employed all of those and finally started to gain some strength back, and that's when I really expanded my my study um, to to be able to to own my space even more and um, gaining more and more awareness of what was happening.
1: Wow, okay. and so, um, how did you take your how did you heal from that? How did you take your power back?
0: Yeah, I started studying psychic skills, okay. um, yeah, I started a psychic skills program, and I you know was a dance major, and that you know i it com- completely i could i could barely dance at that point, but it also it created this experience for a more inward, you know, relationship with my body. So I went into yoga uh, and really started working on my embodiment. Um, And this was, this began my path of, you know, study of massage and body work and energy healing. um, And it just kind of built from there, it stayed in body work for quite a while. Uh, during that that time, I, you know, started to recognize energy coming out of my hands, and that I could heal people with my hands. And I would work on whoever would let me, like my friends, or, you know, um, and be able to get readouts of what was going on with their organs and how to help them, you know, just shift and change it just by sending them that energy. And uh, so this was all, you know, sort of part of the awakening and empowerment was sort of happening simultaneously as I was sort of gaining more embodiment and knowledge in the 3D physical world. I was also opening the window to the spiritual and allowing more and more of that to come in simultaneously and my own soul's wisdom. Wow, beautiful. We love hearing the
1: journey of star seeds and... Um, you were saying earlier as well, before we started that, um, this was because starseeds are tracked tracked. Can you share, elaborate on this?
0: Yeah. So, you know, um, our, our government, right. Is, is, I don't know that we, it's more than what we think of it as, right. It's, it's, it's not just, um, The military. Then, when you really kind of start to dive into some of the secret programs, the secret government. um, You know, it's a combination of our um, our humans and ETs, and there's alliances right? So there's a lot of technologies that they have available to them and a lot of awareness that they're not sort of sharing with the general public, right? So they use these technologies and this awareness to track the energy signatures of star seeds. And so they, and they're also very aware of, you know, the genetic lines of star seeds because they are, you know, we don't often just come out of nowhere. We're usually connected to a genetic line. So you, you, you quite often you see this kind of you know coming up generationally so um and that you know that was sort of the case for me um so um yeah they track them as they're coming in and uh, there's various you know recruitment techniques depending on and uh depending on sort of what maybe your family's already involved with or not involved with there's certain recruitment techniques that they go through schools there's some they do through cults there's some that are just very grotesque and you know you just you know how how much you want to um, share of that is you know um, a lot of this is is pretty grotesque what happens in that whole realm um
1: Yes. Um, so I, I think we've heard stories and experiences of that, but the good the good aspect of it is that it led you to this awakening and other women we've talked with going through a similar experience. I know I interviewed two in the same day and my head almost exploded. <laughs> it really did. It was like, I can't believe it. It was the same story, both both women in one day. And I had a headache and it was my reality that was being shattered so um the good news from this is that you are this beautiful person now standing fully in your power free from that liberated from that and now doing your soul mission yes. would you say that it's that this is what the requirement was or your soul contract to come in i mean it's not it's pretty ugly but
0: yeah it's ugly right well i can tell you you know from from my soul recollection i you know um i can remember you know before coming in and kind of coming from this place of like you know um i'm gonna go in and take all the darkness on and we're gonna win that kind of you know energy that kind of perspective and and really being tremendously humbled by what that that really meant in physically being here, and at one point, um, you know, really just being so depleted from the whole experience, um, that I, you know, it was during a, a near-death experience and out-of-body experience that I really connected with my soul and simultaneously the soul of the planet, and was reminded of 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 what. Earth was really created for, which leads into you know, our special offer and how that all works. But that's really what um what clicked into place for me was sort of, you know, I feel like I came from this place of of ego consciousness and thinking, you know, win the war from this perspective, right? And I think that we still get stuck in this we we're, we're in a war between light and dark. And really, I think the intention and the creation here was how to be in unification and you know there's various perspectives of that and nuances to that but that was the remembrance that i that i came into and it was really kind of this moment of like oh it's not about winning at all you know it's not about winning and the moment we stop playing the game on either side and disengage is is really the moment of of triumph right um it's not about winning. It's about choosing to engage in a different way.
1: Wow, that's very mature and advanced. And uh, you said that you learned what the earth was created for. Can we go, and then you, you've you had earth grid activations. So can you share your wisdom and your intel on what the earth was created for? What did you learn?
0: Yeah, what I learned was that it was created to have a symbiotic relationship with the soul of the planet. So all souls participating with the soul of the planet and to have this, this experience of a group creation and group conscious creation. So I think, you know, what I've witnessed in recent times is, you know, um, an awareness building around, we're all co-creators, you know, we're all co-creators in the last, you know, 15, 20 years has become a bigger and bigger concept. And it's absolutely true, right? It's absolutely true. Um, in our connection with, with source energy and What I have learned for my own truth and what I hope to share with people is that we chose to have this group creation called Earth. So we're all co-creators and together we co-created, you know, Earth. And in order to really have harmony on Earth, it takes all of us participating in this way of really acknowledging that we are constantly co-creating right this is it's it's a constant flow of energy from her through us we as part of her landscape really an extension of her so it's a different level of consciousness when we start to look at it as we're part of you know, we have the concept, I think we have it down pretty well. Like we're part of everything. We're part of the oneness. And so this is the microcosmic experience of like, we're all part of her oneness and this is what we agreed to. So there's another kind of ego death in that, that I feel like is necessary. Um,
1: ego death for sure. Just yeah. as we hear those words, it does take it to an advanced level of consciousness, an advanced awareness of consciousness. We are part of her oneness. And so that's why so many of us innately feel responsible for Earth being trashed or um, the destructive tendencies of mining and um, you know, fracking and uh pollution sound pollution noise pollution but then i'm going but then saying this it's 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 that fight it it brings us back into that that fight where you said earlier that we're not here to fight but we're here to mm, accept it all so walk us through what would be our behavior or a good practice to no longer fight or feel mm, bad while we accept and take positive action?
0: Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Um, Such a good question. It's, I first just want to say that, you know, one of, um, you know, we, we do have the shadow element here. We have the shadow element. We have the light element. The goal is to be able to, uh, you know, come out of that duality. And so that's what you're asking is like, you know, really the steps that we can take to really be in that place. Um, and I I do want to just say before we go into those steps that, you know, uh, the shadow, the whole goal, right, is to have, has been to create distance between us and her, right? Because this that's the success of our experiment that we created together, our project, you know, this is a group project and the success of it is for us to all be linked in harmony. So the shadow has been our sort of our, um, our challenge, if you will, you know, um, that's kind of put us through these various levels of initiation, uh, you know, on soul levels to, to really come, come back into remembrance of this place and really master, our our abilities in connecting with her, and again, step into another level of ego death as we disengage with with them. So, the the special offer that I put forward is is um, one of the ways it, that we can begin to to stay to be in and stay in this harmonic state, and it's really very simple, um, and that's another thing, right? That the shadow or the dark is very good at making everything very complicated and, you know because it's very mental and it's designed to keep our brains very busy uh, and keep us out of our hearts and out of our lower bodies which are really divinely synced to her. Um, So within within our bodies, we have these three glands that are gateway glands for her energy to move through. So, we're, a lot of us are are familiar with the concept of her energy kind of moving in a in a toroid. You know, it comes comes through the center out um, and then back down. So, if we imagine ourselves standing in that as part of that, her energy just flowing through us, right as as it flows through all life here, it's flowing through us so that the energy that continues to create the co-creation that I'm talking about is when it flows through us and it's flowing through our consciousness and back down to her. That's how the consciousness is, is shared. And as it comes back up through us, it's coming up through what I call the sacral brain, which is the sacral ganglia and that's the uptake. that's that's where the knowledge center, where everything that was shared, you know, as the last sort of breath came up and out through all beings, through all consciousness here and back down into her, as it comes back up, we get that readout, right? So it's constantly circulating and sharing of information. So we're constantly creating this canvas together. So as we open and unlock these glands that have been pretty shut down uh, due to this, you know, war, um, war of distraction, I would really say, distraction from empowerment, ultimately, um, as we begin to open them up and allow her energy to flow through, we're sharing in that, that consciousness continually, and we're we're sharing in that ability to now co-create on a whole nother level as we're acknowledging that our energy is is intrinsically linked, not just to her, but to each other and to all life here.
1: Beautiful. So really fascinating about the, the way that our bodies, we are connected to Gaia and we just forgot that. So um, that was the separation. They There was a separation between us and Gaia that makes us feel separate. All right. So how can we connect in with Gaia in this way? And how do you unlock those glands, those seals? And yeah. energy?
0: Yeah, so um, I take people through an activation process that's full of light codes um, and <clears throat> and meditations. The other thing that happens with those glands is that our creator race put these this diamond technology around each gland, which holds our multidimensional consciousness so that we're we're able to pull in and draw upon our galactic DNA as we activate these glands. And so in a, as, as we do, so the basic meditation um, without the activation, right? The basic meditation is that we're pulling her energy up through our body, up and out. So she comes up and out our heart and she comes up and out the head. And we have these different layers of consciousness um, that hold different perceptions around the mind in the penal gland, which is is one of the three glands um and we have we have our own soul perception, which is which is one perception, right which is why we're all so unique because each soul has been through its own unique experience and then we have her perception we have Gaia's perception, which is unique um and and holds sort of the perception of the planet as a, as a whole and then we have, that source perception. And it's filtering through all of that as we're we're cycling through. So the basic technique is to go into the center of the planet. And I always see her as this like liquid plasma, pink liquid plasma. And sometimes she'll shift into a crystal form and it's either one or the other, but at the center of the planet. And is to go in and connect with her and really really sync up your heart and her heart and breath and breath. So you're at the same rhythm. And just that alone, people usually are like, oh yeah, this is why we're here. You know, you feel that unification with her and it's like something clicks and the body knows and the soul knows and the heart knows. And then we bring her back up with our consciousness. So she's coming through inner earth through all the layers and up through our body, up and out. And as she comes through the body, the first gateway gland that that she enters through is a little tiny gland at the base of the coccyx called the coccy- coccygeal gland. We had trouble with that earlier. Um, and it's it's a little gland, but it holds actually the original human genome um, before it was altered or manipulated by other races, as we know, you know, the DNA in the penile gland was. Um, this DNA is dormant, but it was not touched. It was put in there for, you know, to sort of be um, for safekeeping. Um, and so that's the first gland to activate. And as that activates for people, they usually, uh, you know, sometimes this is, sometimes there's an immediate effect, but I notice usually there's more of a gradual kind of, you know, effect of most of these activations. And that first activation, of course, you've got your root chakra there. So all of your, you know, body safety issues, issues with presence, the issues kind of start to bubble up and then they filter out and they release pretty quickly. You see them pretty quickly. And this it's like this whole layer, right? Of relationship to the body in relationship to the planet. Um, And the, the the projections that have been put in around that separation, just kind of like come off as that activates. And then that diamond technology that's surrounding that particular gland is the diamond technology of truth. So it's got these universal truth codes within it, right? Which go perfectly with, this is the original human genome stored stored here right so um there's a lot more ownership suddenly in the body in the physical form in what it means to be human and a lot of the abilities that you know we're constantly striving for i think in our ascension process like you know teleportation more know more telepathy telekinesis these kinds of advanced psychic skills are actually within our bodies they're stored within our bodies and they're activated largely not only but largely you know within this relationship with Gaia as we allow her to flow through us there's a certain amount of activations we've been getting you know, from source and we've been downloading from here down and now it's time to, it's time to activate from here up and those missing pieces, you know, that we've been looking for to really activate those abilities are stored within the body, but the body has a different consciousness and she has a different consciousness, you know, and again, there's that another layer of ego death as we, it's like, we're going to be doing these things but we're not going to have the same consciousness of them so you know the the part of us that's like attached to having and achieving these accelerated abilities isn't going to be so attached by the time we get there we're not going to care we're just going to be living in harmony and that's just what you do yeah you activate this and this opens up and then you can go from there to there that's you know just the reality you end up living in um
1: we want to live in that reality. Absolutely. Yeah. I think as you were explaining that process, we were tuning into it. And now it would just be so wonderful, Beth, if we can do a little bit of that meditation to experience it. I know that your special offer goes deep into these activations and we'll talk about those, but is there a short experience that you can lead us through? And yeah.
0: to yeah. hear
1: the language too.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, we can go through and I take, you know, I take people all the time to move this energy through their body without the activation. There's still a certain amount that's going to, you know, that's going to move through. Um, And also just to say that, um, you know, uh, everybody's going to have their own sticking points with with this, right? So some of the stuff is going to shake off easy. Other other bits may be, you know, stored information or trauma or that they might need a little help with. And so that's that's part of what slows us down. That's part of what you know the work that needs to be done to really get to this place is it's going into those places that we're still kind of you know holding as icky or uncomfortable or don't quite want to go to within ourselves moving through those is what get really gets us to this place really allows us to fully activate these places and fully open right because so we're not skipping ahead um yeah if that makes sense
1: (laughs) it does and um it just brings it it illustrates the awareness awareness of the things that, that are happening in our body and how we're holding on to the things, the trauma or the shadow. So, wow, okay, well, beautiful. Let's, let's go for that then.
0: Okay, yeah, let's do it. So <clears throat> let's start by taking some deep breaths and just really settling into the body. I always like to focus on the inhale, calling all parts and pieces of the consciousness into the body that may be out thinking about other things doing other things peering over into their friend's space whatever it is checking on a child just bring it in on the inhale and then exhale letting it go anything letting go of anything that you're ready to let go of right now anything that's not serving you So let's just do that a few more times, getting centered, inhaling in all the parts and pieces ready to come home, exhaling out anything not serving you at this time. Then we're gonna start by bringing in the source energy from above because this is the infinite energy of creation and it is always running through us. So let's bring in from an infinite source point above our heads, this beautiful, brilliant white light. Just allow it to pour in through the top of the head and move through the body. And as it does move through the body, it's just going into any places that need a little extra love or healing, releasing, and just let it go there and unwind anything that's ready to unwind right now.
2: And moving all the way through the body
0: Traveling through the chest and the belly and the hips and the legs. And moving all the way down into the earth. Traveling through inner earth, through all the layers of inner earth. all the way down into the center of the planet, where you meet the beautiful soul of the planet, Mama Gaia, I call her Anya Ata. This beautiful pink plasma energy, she may be in crystal form. Either way you see her is correct in what you need. And I wanna invite everybody to just place without opening your eyes, staying in this space, place your two fingers on your wrist to just feel your pulse, really bringing the embodiment piece in, feel your pulse and allow yourself to sit with her until you feel your pulse sync with hers. It's a different kind of pulse that she has, a little bit more of an energy pulse, but you can feel it. And if the wrist is distracting you, feel free to let it go. Just feel that unification,
2: feel that rhythm.
0: And feel it in your breath. Feel how she has an ebb and flow to her, just like your breath. And feel those sync up. Allow the rhythm and the timing of your body and your breath to slightly change, not intentionally, but just as it's naturally sinking. And there's some light codes that'll come in here to help the synchronization process and lifting and releasing any places where there are config there's confusion or. Projections around difficulty and sinking up. Just to make this more
2: easeful. A la leonue tancere tesate turno nocoquaini mano et arete nea caturini monocotoi. A la laisante chere monu et aburuinacaturinate sete Ala Loreanuia satatiria no kuruita puru in the madakutoreti satani and a god. Ala Loreanu kutu. Just letting go of any places that are feeling they need to think their way through this and just dropping into the feeling. And slowly,
0: you're going to start to travel back up and you're bringing some of her energy. I call her Anya Ata, the soul of the planet, bringing
2: her with you up through inner earth,
0: up through all the layers of inner earth and up
2: through the base of your body, through your pelvic bowl, Filling your pelvic bowl. Filling your
0: abdomen, traveling up the central channel. Filling the heart, pooling at the heart. Just allow that energy to pool at the heart for a moment as more of it will travel up through the neck and up to the head where more will pool. And then allow this energy from the head and from the heart to gently pour back down into the earth, like a pink fountain. This energy is continuously moving up through the earth. It never stops. This is a continuous channel and it's not overwhelming. It's just a flow And she's bringing you all the nurturing and love that you need for you. And that gets fed first. And then everything else goes back down. So nothing's getting taken from you. You're being fed and you're being a channel for this energy. Again, just allowing it to move up through the lower body, and pour out through the heart and head several more times. Cleansing the heart of any feelings of limitation or separation between yourself and Gaia, between yourself and your fellow humans, cleansing the mind of any projections into your perceptive reality that program in limitations and separations. Just allowing them to melt away as this energy comes up from below and pours back down. as it's coming up through that sacral gland, releasing all, any and all stored creative energy that has been suppressed through sexual trauma, creative repression, just allowing that to open to whatever extent feels safe and good right now
2: and move up through the body Feeding your body, feeding your vessel,
0: and allowing the rest to pour back down and carry the communication, carry that the frequency that you share with the planet. Your your unique frequency and wisdom gets shared with the planet, but your energy stays with you. And a few more of these
2: circulations. Alleluia tariana swatachē te unukūriyamu sentē. Alleluia nuvichete yamukū naitē pokūrū naitē pokūrū naitē tē tē sīntū. Mūvārasa ta tariyanukotvē te sintu muvarasa ta tariyanukotve te unukuriyamu nukotva all alone and to set a scene here to run cool to it we enact para con dreadies and to charge one more cycle to be complete
0: Whenever you're ready, gently opening your eyes. There's no need to ground unless you feel it, but this is should be a grounding experience.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
1: you thank you. Feeling that connection to Gaia and Pachamama. Anya Ata.
2: Anya Ata. Yeah.
1: Anya Ata. Beautiful. Thank you. This is very, again, grounding. And I can see when everyone does this and gets this new earth, I can see how new earth is within us.
0: Yes, absolutely. It's, it's like, it's old earth, really, right? It's like, it's really tapping into what's, what's been here available to us all along. But we've, we've had this huge distraction, which, which in itself has also been a gift because it has it's served our souls in certain ways that we we've, we've mastered certain skills that we wouldn't have otherwise and we've come to certain you know evolutionary places within our own soul journey that we wouldn't have otherwise sort of a master class in a way being here on earth you know but yeah it's here already it's just not what we think you know it's not what's being projected and when we really feel you know, my experience is when we really feel into what we just experienced, it's like, yeah, yeah, got it. That's what it's, you know, that's that feels right. It's not, it shouldn't be this complicated, right? It's like we don't have to go off and do this whole other thing. It's it, it was done for us. We were given this beautiful, I mean, we, we did it a long time ago. We, I believe we, you know, we were the, the co-creators, but, um, yeah, it's already done. It's just a matter of getting all the gunk, which is like a part nobody likes, right? It's like getting all the gunk out of the way. I mean, I, I have been through the gunkiest gunk and I tell you, it is not fun. You know, you try to find moments of levity in the whole thing, but it's like, it's not fun. It's necessary, but it's not fun. Um, but that's what keeps us from, you know, the bypass. We all want the. Who doesn't want to just jump to the end, you know? Um, but I think we can have some of both. You know, we have, we can have the simultaneous experience where we're, we're really embracing this knowing and this wisdom and cleaning out our gunk and hopefully we have some fun along the way too because, you know, otherwise it, it gets a bit much. But, um, yeah, you know, and. I was reminded one thing we didn't, I didn't talk about is that, that coccygeal gland, the other reason it's so important is that it does hold so much of our sacred power in the form of our creative energy and our sexual energy, which, you know, they're, they're divinely linked and, and, um, but so much of the reason we've had so much sexual abuse and trauma on this planet and physical abuse too, it also locks up that center, you know, is is to repress that that energy. That's that's intentional from the shadow, right? And as we awaken that, that's, you know, and clear that out and start creating safety in there by allowing her to move through there. You know, this is the basis of, um, of Kundalini and, and what we think of as Kundalini energy. This is like, it's really, it's it's her energy moving through us. And I think the reason that people oftentimes have such extreme experiences with Kundalini energy is because they're not activating that energy in a whole and balanced way in connection to her. You know, it's getting activated within them, but it's, does it, it's missing that connection with her. Because if it had that, then I think uh, my sense you know, is that it's, it's balanced. It's, it's, it's supported. Wow. Jarring to the nervous system.
1: Yeah. I am just thinking back even in my own life just last year and feel and listening to music for the earth and it was on to to 2022. And, um, because I was feeling that connection to earth, um, It was really quite beautiful. So I guess the question would, a question would be, how do we know when those um, glands are open?
0: Yeah, well, when we go through the activation process, Mm -hmm. um, I think people really feel them. Sometimes you even kind of hear a clicking, you know. um, yeah and that diamond technology opens simultaneously as well so you get that added support and there is a sense of really um a settling in the body you know i think sometimes we think of you know activations are are like oftentimes are like these really kind of the higher frequency kind of like uh, like buzzing kind of activations and this is more of like an embodiment you know really drop feeling that like more of a drop in an expansion of the body yes energy of the, the body and how it expands into the rest of the energy here feeling more of that unification on a regular basis and sensing more of that unification on a regular basis and it's like you know we're so trained to like think you know think what's the next step what should i do what does it feel like what and this is really about uh, this is really like a being you know and and moving that that energy dropping us into you know we're aware of like the different states of consciousness as far as you know um we use like beta, alpha, theta, delta, you know, we have have these within our, our brain. And so it's sort of similar, right, to dropping into like a delta consciousness, or it's mm-hmm. similar in that it's like, it's a body consciousness. And it's really letting go of that I have to do I have to think I have to know, and trusting that this vessel was, was perfectly designed to to fit into the earth, like a lock and a key, you know, and, and, and they're, you, they're united in one and, and I'm going to let go of, you know, needing to be the conductor and trust that the conduction is, is, uh, you know, already within.
1: When we do this, then. Wow why is this so necessary how will our lives change when we do this
0: well i think that if you know obviously if the whole world did it simultaneously we'd have a completely different you know uh reality on our hands uh, mm-hmm. i think that there's a lot of simple basic reasons to do this and how our lives will change uh from you know we'll feel Calmer will feel more in alignment. Our nervous systems will feel more calm. I mean, those are like the like very sort of like useful three D, you know, reasons. And then it's um. Oh, someone's asking for this. Oh, you, yeah. Um yeah, you um. yeah, and then there's you know the bigger the bigger reasons of what it truly means you're it's really embracing what it truly means to be human and and i feel like um it's really what we signed up for like this is really the learning that we signed up for Uh, you know is is how to be a part of a group creation and what that experience is really like we know what what you know how to be part of a singular creation, like, oh, I want to manifest that. So I'm going to work on manifesting that. So that's, you know, my life. But it's a whole other mastery for us to really come into this together. And when we really start embodying this for ourselves uh, in in our own physical being, you know, for myself, I notice my perception, my lens of the world has really changed you know and I'm no longer looking for I'm not going to say I don't get caught up in this sometimes because it's very ingrained thinking but I'm no longer looking for who's to blame who's right who's wrong um you know um I was that that balance that we were talking about it's like what is everybody learning what we're all making choices and what are we, what are you learning from that what am I learning from it and you may be choosing to learn something totally different and you might decide to keep learning over there, which I have no desire to be up, but okay. You know, um, coming out of that place of judgment, it really, really supports coming out of that place of judgment, uh, and, and really seeing how we're all just a part of.
1: Yes. And so we, we, can connect in this way with Gaia every day, several times a day, actually, it's a beautiful practice. It's a beautiful tool.
0: Well, and really, this is, um, this is running all the time, whether we're, you Mm -hmm. know, concentrating on it or not, right? Mm -hmm. We are, we are like these, um, we are these vessels for her energy to move through. So even if we're not thinking about it, or we're not doing the meditation, her energy is always moving through us, just like, source energy is always moving through us. Uh, And so it helps me to think that like, oh yeah, it's always moving.
1: Yes. It's always moving.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the things that stop it up, you know, um, are those, those, those sticky things. Like I mentioned, if it's, you know, if it's not something that's coming from a projection from outside, it's coming from, you know, our own fears, or you know um, whatever is creating like a lack of safety or um, l- you know feeling of limitation uh, sort of narrows our that flow but it never goes away you know it just narrows it you know same thing sometimes with our our stream from source um, yeah
1: beautiful thank you so this would be a beautiful time to to tell us more about a, a special offer that you put together in which allows people to work with you. You do a personal session and then you've got these activations that expand on the process that we did today. So I've put that link in our chat box and I will. it's also available wherever you're watching or listening to this video in the description box. So check that out. And Beth, please tell us about what this is because these are the activations.
0: These are the activations, yeah. So we'll do one uh, one gland a week. There's three glands. So we have that coccygeal gland that we talked about briefly. Um, And we go through with light codes and open the gland and deconstruct some of the uh, fear limitation separation programming that's sitting in there as we're opening it um, and, and the sacred geometry of it is opened with the light codes and then we have the blue diamond that will open and expand around it and so some of those um galactic lineages might light up for some people in there and then we move up the third week and we activate the thymus uh which is is the heart center um and um, this is another sort of, you know, as we were talking about Kundalini and kind of a little bit of clarity there. This is another point of clarity where this is really like the heart center is that that thymus, um, not not just high heart because high heart is often associated with just like self love or self compassion. This is this is for all. So this is another sort of place where we've kind of gotten tripped up or you know misguided a little bit so we un- unlock again with the light code activations and that brings that opens up the sacred geometry of it and with each opening with each activation it's allowing more and more of her energy to flow through and it's allowing um as we bring in and activate the the diamond technology we simultaneously have have that galactic dna that's getting activated for everybody which is unique for everybody but we've also got these codes so that first diamond is the codes of truth the second diamonds are the codes of compassion so these are universal codes of compassion that were you know set in to remind us that of our part of our agreement for for being here and to hold that into to place so this gland beautifully opens and is is also held by um this this sort of quantum knowledge simultaneously and then we have the penile gland as the third activation and again we have the light codes and the sacred geometry that open the gland and allow more of her energy to flow through and that's the clear diamond the source codes uh so it's 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 you know i love the the added diamond activations because they're really like they really bring it's like we really need the physical activation which is you know the embodiment piece but we also really need this piece that extends into our multi-dimensional selves so that we're reminded you know um that that we are so much more and these are the, the, these these diamonds aren't going anywhere you know they're they're there, they're held in that place, and they're right in the light body, right outside the body. So they're really helping to stabilize us in our embodiment and support us in our embodiment. And, you know, a, a little bit of the extension of that, right? But it's still, it's really embodiment. So each week goes through a new gland. And I encourage people to really journal in between in what they're finding and practice the activation practice, allowing that energy to flow through and whatever they're feeling coming up, you know, um, hopefully up and out. Sometimes there's a little bit of sticking, but, um, yeah, whatever they're noticing. And, you know, for myself, I notice things in the world around me, you know, um, My telepathy, I mean, my dog is incredibly telepathic. So we've always had a really deep telepathic communication, but like even more after I did this, you know, it's a very simple thing, right? Um, But things like that, you know, um, just the simple kind of things that are more easily turned on. Um, And again, not looking from that, like, oh, I need to do, I need to feel, I need to be, but like just the allowing
1: it's really seems like the gifts that we have our innate abilities come online our sensory perception is elevated
0: um
1: our trust because this is soul embodiment this yes. is gaia embodiment
0: yes oh, and
1: when we're talking about oneness we are gaia so yes. wow
0: yes and if you so And I also also make sacred water essences, so I have a huge connection to water. And for me, this is a further extension of how we are part of the body of Gaia, right? We've got the 75% water, she's got the 75% water, and there's this huge opportunity for communication, connection, and alignment through water and through the consciousness of water. So I've been working with the consciousness of water for a very long time. It started with mermaids when I was a little girl. And so I create these sacred water essences and I have a diamond line. So if you sign up for this course and you want the diamond essences, um, I would highly recommend it because they have the codes in them and it's, it's water collected from Mount Shasta and I telepathically communicated with the high priestess of Telos before collecting the water. So the water was blessed by heart, I collected it. The light codes and the diamonds, the actual physical diamonds are in the essence and then it's bottled and then the dosing bottles um, get sent out. So that's another way to continue to embody, right? Another way to embody. Um,
1: Tremendous. Beth, you're doing incredible work. Really. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. And Mm -hmm. so also um, one option is to do that, those three, those activations and um, get a personal session with you as well, because for those who need trouble, who, who need assistance, getting past the stickiness, as you described it, that's what makes you a great facilitator. You can help with that. What are your sessions like? What goes on in a session?
0: Yeah, we uh, we do a lot of clearing out the muck. And I use a lot of different tools for doing that. Um, primarily, I do a lot of work with the subconscious. And I do a lot of work with inner parts. Um, and a lot of basically where can we clear and shift to allow more of your soul to come in so it's a lot of like okay we yep we're going to go into the shadow but my belief is that to to use the 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 diamond again is that the diamonds of our souls are within those shadow pieces so the sticky parts the shadow parts that are that are getting you know in the way of you and where you'd like to be you're within those. So when people have hesitation to go into them, I encourage go into them and let's dismantle them. Like let's dismantle the thoughts that you have about them, the feelings that you have about them, the beliefs that you have about them. And let's clear all those away. Let's clear all those away and get in touch with your inner parts that are that are in the center of that, right? So if it's like a trauma that happened and that inner child is sitting there, then let's clear off all of the, the untruths that that child was told. And inside you have that, that diamond of yourself that you now get to call home. So that's a lot of how I work is to deconstruct those shadow pieces that are sitting around the part of us that we wanna bring home. Because this is all about all of us coming home, coming home to Gaia, right? So we have to come home to ourselves too. Yeah. So when we have those sticky parts, you know, it's 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 bigger and more complex for some of us than others. Sometimes it's as simple, you know, simple as like, for whatever reason, I just am afraid to do X, Y, or Z. So okay, why, you know, why are you afraid? Let's explore that. We go into that to get to the juicy goodness of of you. Yeah, because the shadow is already there you know, we're just hiding it from ourselves. It's already there. It's already taking up space. So let's, let's go look at it. Let's, and, and, you know, let's not be afraid. I'll hold your hand and, and let's clear clear the muck off and, and get you back to you, bring you home to you.
1: Yes. Beautiful. Again, that special offer is available with the, activations and a personal session, and it's together or individually. However, folks would resonate working with you in the best way. So we thank uh, thank you for that. And we invite everyone to check it out. There's a two payment plan if that helps because we wanna make it easy for people as well. And so we're gonna take um, a caller really quickly here. But I wanted to, um, there's a question that comes up and I believe this is, um, you were saying, you know, here it is, this is the mental mind coming in saying, we have to do something, oh my gosh, how do we do this? When we see uh, challenges, Mother Earth is fading. This is a, a question in our chat box. When witnessing challenges Mother Earth is facing, how can we be of assistance to her in the best and highest way versus getting caught in the chaos and the deviation of what is occurring? And I think what we did today in this process is exactly what we need to do, not anything else. But a, well, maybe we take inspired action after making this connection. Is that right, or would you like to explain it in another way?
0: Well, I, I think it's different for everyone, first of all, right? Because some people have a real soul soul calling to uh, you know work with force, re, you know, reforestation, or so by all means, if that's your calling, you know, or, you know, you work with mushrooms or what, you know, I mean, that's it's kind of a different thing because mushrooms were gifted and that's a whole other story, but uh, you know, as far as my knowledge goes, but don't ignore a calling that you have, but I would explore it. I would explore it. Like, you know, why are you feeling pulled? Are you feeling pulled? Because, you know, sometimes we have like you know, we carry guilt about certain things, right? So check that it's not coming from a place of obligation or guilt, I would say. And like, what's your true heart's desire? What's your true heart's desire? And then I would connect with Ania Atta. I would, go, I would go into, sometimes I just go all the way in and just sit with her at the center of the planet and just sit for like a while and just, and listen to have a conversation with her. And just talk to her and you can ask her, you know, I would ask her and you can always check that with your source connection too, because you, you know, you've got that, you know, you can say, you know, source, I, you know, had a conversation with mama earth and like, this is, you know, what, what it was about is what I got, like, what do you think? You know, you could check it with your higher self. I, I encourage, you know, empowered conversation in, in, in these realms, um, that, um, that are within what I would call your pillar of light. So, your pillar of light being your source connection, your soul, your higher self, your body, your connection to Gaia, main parts, right? But that's your pillar. So, we don't need to go outside of our pillar and start asking, you know, other people necessarily. I mean, not that that's not, um, we do, but for this, it's like your personal choice of how does it feel to you. But absolutely, I think just allowing that energy to move through and bringing what you're doing because it's not just allowing the energy to come through. It's allowing that consciousness to be present. And I think we really underestimate how much power is present just in holding a certain consciousness. Yeah, It doesn't have a physical result. Like, I can't give you a blue pride, you know, blue ribbon or whatever, but like holding the consciousness makes a huge, huge difference.
1: Thank you for that. And that is a beautiful lesson for all of us watching and listening. As we know, we're going to go and sit in Gaia's energy and really be connected in that way and embodied in that way. Thank you. Well, we have time for one or two questions. Let's go. I'm gonna go to Damien. Damien's hand is up. So Damien, if you are ready and attentive, you can unmute yourself and ask your question. Hi,
4: Damien. Hi, Um, I didn't realize my hand was up. (laughs) So you cut me off guard. But I liked uh, Beth Rachel's uh, presentation. Uh, it seemed to resonate with me. So she seems to be a beautiful person with something beautiful to offer. So I'll definitely look into the program. But uh, no specific questions. I just have to, left with a lot of curiosity about looking into it. So I'll definitely look into the program. But I didn't know my hand was up. You caught me off guard. <laughs> okay.
1: That's fair enough. Welcome to the Zoom panel. We love that. We love it. All right. And there are no accidents, as we know, so it's beautiful to hear your voice. And let me ask you, did you feel the connection with Gaia and the heartbeat of Gaia? And what was that like for you? Uh,
4: Not really. I, I seem to be very dense in many ways, and that's maybe the maybe if I take the course, uh, maybe that sticky stuff, the shadow sticky stuff. But uh, as much as I have an interest in spirituality, and I have followed some of your great quantum conversations, Lauren, they're very good. But um, my, and I, and I feel like I've been on a spiritual journey a long time, uh, specifically a contemplative spiritual journey. Uh, I'm a member of Contemplative Outreach. So I believe in silent, quiet meditation. But uh, as far, my thirst and hunger seems to be more experiential. uh, But there seems to be a denseness about me that (laughs) doesn't allow me to experience these things on a more experiential level. And my thirst is hunger is more for an experiential, um, uh, feeling and understanding of this transformation. I guess it's been mainly intellectual, you know. And um, I honor the silence, that God is always with us, the silence. So I'm not panicked. I don't punish, I don't uh, beat myself over the head for not having more experiences. Uh, But I seem to have a too intuitive understanding of uh, presenters like Beth Rachel. Um, But my thirst and hunger is more for an experiential experience. And get rid of that stickiness, that that shadow, whatever it is, that's preventing me from experiencing that more. What do you think, Beth? That will the course help me with uh, uh, learning to experience uh, my spirituality a little more?
0: I think it will certainly open you up, uh, you know. And then and then you have to make the decision of of how much you want to move into, uh, uh, how much you want to dedicate to to your own personal material that might be in the way if that makes sense. sure
4: sure i'm i'm all game i'm all game yeah
0: and that comes more from the one-on-one work than it does from the course
4: oh really yeah oh, i see um I see. both
0: are both are good but but if you really want to work through the the sticky stuff the one-on-one is what really gets through the the, the sticky points
4: oh okay maybe i ought to look into the one-on-one then Okay, but the information is, what is it on your website or where would I look for the information, Beth?
0: Lauren has the information for you.
4: Okay. Yes,
1: it's um, in the email that you got from us or in the chat box. You'll see the link for the special offer and ways that you can work with Beth on that. That's beautiful. okay. And, and
0: I'd love to work with you in any of those ways. And I think in this special offer, I think you can, I think you can do the core, I think we did it three ways. I think you can do the course, you can do the course plus a session or you can just do a session, is that right?
1: Yes,
4: exactly. Mm -hmm. So you can look
0: into those options and feel them out. Yeah.
4: Okay, I will. Thank you very much, uh, Lauren and Beth.
1: And Damien, thank you. Um,
4: Practice makes perfect. (laughs) You pick
1: up on it um on your journey good luck on your journey you use the word feeling and that's that's the name of the game feel into it and follow your heart as beth said and you will be guided you will be guided you will be given the wisdom
4: right right i am i am a feeling type by the way am i on video i can see both of you very clearly am i on video no you are not just a voice Just the voice. voice. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Otherwise, I dress up a little bit, but uh, you you both are looking good. (laughs)
1: Okay. Thanks. Have a great
4: afternoon. Thank you. All right. You too.
3: Thanks.
1: All right, and and we have time for one more. I'm going to go to Destiny. Destiny, hello. You can ask your question when you unmute yourself. Hi.
3: Hi, Lauren. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, so good to see you, Beth. Hi, Destiny. You. Um, I'm feeling quite overwhelmed today there's a lot of mental stuff going on and I'm just wondering um if you could see like lead me to what the heck is going on right now I'm doing a lot of work um but today is a little overwhelming and mm. I'm just wanting to kind of I'll give you a chance to look in because I need to figure out what's going
0: on <clears throat> please. Uh, it looks like doing some space clearing would be good. Some of those projections that I was talking about within the field of consciousness around the head and the pineal gland is where those projections get caught. So doing some clearing of those feels like it will help lighten your space. As you know, there's some deeper work that you, you can do. Um, but just for right now, if you want something lighter um, to lighten up, that would be that would be my suggestion is to clear that, clear the the rings of perception around your penile gland and get oh, that, that space clear.
3: Thank you, my dear. Cause yeah, I would not even have known that unless I come on this call. Like I didn't even know that was part of the work that we have to do, you know? So thank you for that.
2: You're
3: welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. I appreciate that. Now I know another place that got to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Beth. You're
1: welcome. thank you destiny i appreciate have you happy journey with that we appreciate you thanks for your light sister Bless All right. Thanks. you yes. know it's very interesting in that process connecting um when when we brought in source energy and went to the center of the earth and then brought her energy her soul energy oh my god that was so beautiful i'm still feeling it i felt in my forehead pineal gland area, a little bit of pressure. And so I don't need to go into what was that? What was that? But just my awareness that something was there. And I knew something was being cleared there. And it makes sense when you're talking about new perceptions, when you have deeper insight or telepathy. I just had someone stay with me for a day or so. And he definitely got my telepathy, which is very interesting. These are the skills that we're bringing on when we do this work so happy clearing everyone it is not easy but it's pretty simple and we have the tools we have beautiful facilitators like Beth Rachel who are here to help us with these beautiful technologies and um, inner wisdom wisdom from the higher realms you've done this in your own life and you are here helping other people do it in their life and with what you've gone through in your childhood, in in the dark stuff, the darkest of dark, um, you are the greatest testimony that this work is very beneficial. And so because of that, we are in gratitude and we're so glad that you didn't just wallow in that and stay stuck in that, that you achieved, you listened to your soul that you embodied and this is where we're all headed in our own unique individual ways. It's so beautiful. I have one last question for you. Yes. You said mushrooms are gifted. Can you share that?
0: Uh yeah. Um, to my knowledge and awareness, the mycelium was not originally part of the design, but as the planet was kind of having a difficult time, um, I'll I'll just kind of put it generally, right? Um uh the energetic structure of the planet that is the the flow of energy that comes from that center and goes through, I call that the Nutiba, it's another light language term. And the portion that goes through us is the Tuista. Anyway, the Nutiba was having trouble stabilizing at some point. So we had a race gift, the mycelium, because it supports almost like a splint wood, a sprained finger supports that flow of energy, which is why it's the mycelium is such a gift and so important here.
1: Wow. Okay, and to know how um, it is connected on the in the roots of our planet, right? So that oh wow. Okay, fascinating. Thank you. Thank you for answering that. And I again thank everyone for being here. Thank you for this light. If we truly step into our world, move on our planet with this connection that we've learned today from Beth Rachel, we are doing our work. And again, we are in deep gratitude for everyone who is stepping up in this way. And it is your embodiment that when you're connected in this way to source your heart, the earth, that's our that's our task at hand and it's beautiful on the other side Beth I want to give you a moment to say any final thoughts as we say goodbye
0: hmm. yeah I just want to say that you know um kind of second what you had said is the journey is unique uh, for all of us but I think that um, the destination if we can you know commit to that, being dropping into that deeper state of consciousness and that unified field of oneness here with Gaia. Uh, I think that is that is the key to our forward momentum for our, our evolution, our planetary evolution.
1: And you see that happening, is there any timeline or have you seen that in a vision?
0: I have seen the timeline shift a lot. So I hesitate to say anything, you know, I used to, it was like, oh, it'll, you know, be then. Nah, 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 nah. So, and I, and I, and I think, you know, that's another one of those places of like, oh yeah. Okay. I guess that's because that's another mental attachment. And really this is about coming into the embodiment. So that makes sense that, you know, it's like, the timeline is going to keep shifting until we stop asking is sort of what it feels like.
1: Just embody, just embody, just embody, right? Just be, just embody. All right. right. (laughs) Rachel, thank you so much for being here. You are a beautiful, fresh, bright light, and you just carry great wisdom that benefits all of us. And we are eternally grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you for having me. Such a pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for joining. Yes,
1: thank you. Thank you, everyone. We do appreciate you. You're doing incredible work. We all are, and we love you. Thank you. Bye-bye.